Episode 257, Beat the Wave of Stress. I'm Brian Carpenter, host of Fresh Air at Five, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Hey y'all, welcome to the Empowering Educators Podcast. I am Gretchen, your host and expert lesson learner. I'm a national board certified elementary teacher turned teacher, trainer, and coach. All the lessons I've learned and am learning on my edgy journey, I share with you right here. From every silly mistake to the most glorious successes, you're gonna hear stories and strategies that will inspire you to become your best. I have to warn you, as an educator, I can't help but hold you accountable for doing the work. So every episode, I leave you with practical, tangible next steps so you can implement your learning and maximize your impact. Whether you're teaching a lesson or learning one yourself, there's always a lesson if you're willing to pay close attention. Elite educators, that's the secret to staying empowered. Bring on today's lesson. Hey, Elite Educators, it's Gretchen here of Always the Lesson. I am your host of the Empowering Educators podcast. I'm going to share another lesson with you today. I hope it empowers you to continue honing your craft because I'm going to talk about it again. We just are losing too many great teachers, not just to other schools and districts, states, but to actual other professions. And so I continue to show up to provide my best guidance and inspiration. I want you to retain that elite educator status so you can continue impacting students and your colleagues for generations to come. I am excited to talk to you today about overcoming that constant wave of stress and overwhelm and anxiety that continues to hit you in the face every day as an educator. First, I've just got to say, I am finally feeling better. You can hear it in my voice. I no longer sound very sick. I have energy, which is so great. COVID hit our family and it was rough for 10 or more days and random days in between. It just, the symptoms come back and and then it disappears just as fast as it came. It's so weird, but I'm thankful if I got it and my family did that we got this strand, which was a little softer to deal with, but man, it just is a snowball, a ripple effect of stress. And I'll talk a little bit more in a minute about all the other things that are also happening at the same time that it's just making it so hard for educators to want to show up and to physically emotionally show up but I have learned some skills and some strategies that I'm noticing make certain educators deal better in this crazy COVID era with not only COVID stress, but other things as well. And I'm going to share that with you. I also uh, just had the first snow of the year of the season, I should say, here in North Carolina. We are lucky if it snows one time a year, and it might be two inches or less. So we shut everything down, not just the day it snows, the couple days after, because one, people don't know how to drive in the snow. And two, we just don't have the equipment to make the road safe. So It has been a lot of fun playing in the snow with my kids and just unplugging 
for a while after all the stress of life, the world just kind of powered down and we all got to be out having fun together. But of course, that meant when we came back, it was more stress than what we left because there are so many multiple layers of stressors like staff shortages and student absences and large class sizes and flipping virtual and then you're in person back to virtual doing more with less. I mean, I know I'm preaching to the choir here, but it's almost like if you've seen those rubber band balls and it just keeps growing and just taking off one rubber band, solving one problem is not making enough of a difference. And so what do we do here? I I sit and think, okay, if I'm going to help coaches who help teachers who help students, what is the lesson I'm learning here? How should I be thinking about this? How do I need to act instead? And so I'm peeling back the layers, trying to deconstruct this stress problem, which is what I hope you do. That helps you see things with clarity, because if we don't get to the root, it's going to take so much longer and we're going to be using a lot more energy than is necessary, which means we have less energy to work with when we finally solve the problem. And that doesn't help anybody. But for me, I realized the root of my stress and anxiety and overwhelm is being off schedule, being out of our normal routine that immediately just throws me into a tailspin between being quarantined for 10 days, trying to stay away from each other, keep other people healthy, keeping up with missing school assignments, completing my work that's necessary. And then on top of it, there's just normal flu and sickness going around. So kids are in and out of school for different reasons and and staff is getting hit with things. And then you're testing and waiting on the test results to find out it's just normal sickness. Come on. Then on top of that here in North Carolina, the winter weather shut everything down, canceled all our normal things after school. And that's what helps us stay excited to be able to do some of the extras in our day to connect with people in a new way. And so I realized that for me, when something cancels or a delay or someone is out sick or whatever, I'm just not my best. I start spiraling. And when I'm in my mind, then my emotions are involved and then I'm not doing anyone a service. So when I'm thinking about anxiety and what that does to me, I'm not eating right. I'm snappy. I'm rushing around like a crazy person. My judgment is clouded. I'm very distracted. My muscles are tense and I'm just not sleeping. (laughs) So this huge domino effect is happening. But when you really look at the problem, it's like you're off schedule. What's the big deal? Like get catch a break here. Like you're overreacting. And I guess, yes, if you look at it isolated like that, it's not really worth getting that worked up. It's just the fact that it happens every single day. That is really what's getting to me. It's the repeatedness of the problem, not the actual problem itself. And I'm feeling anxious because I'm like, I've got to catch up. I have to do what I was supposed to do then. And then I didn't have time or I didn't have access or the resources or the folks or whatever. My mind just starts spinning, trying to cram multiple days into one day to make up for being off schedule and it's just really unrealistic. So at this point, 
I've decided to accept the fact we are going to have more off days than normal routine days. Just call it what it is. I'm black and white person. Call it what it is. I need to force myself (laughs) to accept it because when I can release the expectations of what I want it to be and what it used to be, that's when the problem hits. And I got to get ready to troubleshoot rather than going on the emotional roller coaster because that's not good for my health. I am then taking myself out of the role of being effective because I'm dealing with stuff that really is controlling me more than it needs to. And I realize it. It's easier said than done. Listen, I'm still (laughs) in the thick of it, but I'm wanting to share this with you. Maybe you're better than me, but maybe you're also here with me saying, yeah, I am letting it get to me. I am letting it take me down because of just how often it continues to happen. And I'm just over it. I'm tired of it. We long for, what do they say, yesteryear, you know, but it's just, it's not coming. It's not coming anytime soon. So educators that I'm noticing are successful right now are the ones that are really flexible. You know, they're the ones that are like, ah, no big deal. And you're thinking to yourself, why are you never getting upset? (laughs) My husband is very much that way. Go with the flow. And he's doing great with this. But one thing that he does, and I'm noticing other educators are also doing, is they're expecting the wave to hit them in their face. They're expecting the problem. They're expecting you to be off routine. Where me, Even though I know all the stress is going around, I'm just living in a bubble, praying and hoping it could just be normal. And then when it's not normal, it's frustrating and I get upset. And it's like, how could you even expect it to be normal? How could you expect 100% of your staff to be there when this is all going on? How can you expect kids to not have extra energy and, you know, be acting out because they're facing emotions that they don't know how to deal with either. So I need to get out of the clouds. I need to get in reality and I need to become more flexible by just expecting that it's going to be this way, expecting it. Well, I mean, if we have a normal day, I should be shocked rather than the other way around. You know, that's going to help me manage my emotions. That's going to allow me to think clear so I can problem solve. Listen, y'all, you are these people I'm describing, the ones that are being successful right now, the ones who are riding the wave instead of the wave hitting you in the face. You are that person. You're an elite educator. You can do this. You just have to develop a new skill that's going to take practice. It's going to take time. But most importantly, it's going to take a plan. Hey, y'all, popping in here real quick to remind you, if you are loving the podcast, hop on over to iTunes to leave a star rating and type in a few words for the review. This helps other educators find the show so they too can be empowered. Lots of love and thanks. Now back to the show. So when things for me are off schedule or out of routine, I'm going to follow these three phases and you can apply these three to your problem. So step one is to reprioritize. I'm going to think to myself, what is essential? What are my must do's? in terms of content to teach or teacher support tasks, like I've got to lead this PD or I have to go to this PLC or I've got to get this observation done. What is essential? Reprioritize your day. Then cut the fat. That's number two. So you're going to pause or reschedule all those may do's. 
you got to be okay with not doing everything that you said you were going to do or that you plan to do or that you usually do. Okay. We're just, we've got to cut the fat. So that's going to help you manage your expectations. You're going to create a manageable workload instead of trying to cram everything that you said you were going to do into a shorter amount of time, which is unreasonable and it's not going to be done well. You're only going to hone in on the things that matter. That's going to make you successful faster. So that means part three here is you lean in. You're going to give it everything you've got, 110%. You're going to do more with less. You're going to do it well so you don't do it again because that's going to waste more time. It's going to free up your future space so you can catch up then on all those may-dos that you had to put on pause. And maybe it's not even necessary to catch up at that point. But this three-part system is going to allow you to manage your stress levels right now. Reprioritize your day. When it hits you in the face and you realize, oh God, here we are. Like for me being off schedule, out of routine. Okay, what's my game plan? Reprioritize. What are the things I've got to get done? What are the things that don't necessarily have to get done right now? And I'm going to give it everything I got so I do those things well so that I can make room later to do the other things. Because if I haphazardly show up or I'm all in my emotions and I don't do it well, I'm going to have to do it again. And that just sucks time away later. So we got to make sure we really lean in and do less and do it better so we can do more things later. So here's the thing. Don't overthink it. Don't hem and haw. Forget getting frustrated. Because if you were in an emergency, all of us could just do these three things without any of that baggage that we're going through right now. We would just act. For example, if there was a fire we would stop what we're doing without being mad about it and like, oh, this is not what's supposed to happen today. Now I'm all off schedule. How am I going to get everything done? It's always happened, you know, like spiral, spiral, spiral. You're not doing that. You immediately reprioritize that first step. You think to yourself, what do I need to do to exit this emergency, to grab my essentials? Number two, you cut the fat real quick. You take the straightest route to get out. You're holding only what is necessary. You're calling for help. You know, that means you're not grabbing matching shoes and a coat and stopping to use the restroom. And step three, you are leaning in. Your brain is so one track minded right then. You are in the zone. You are focused. You are moving quickly and with intention. So this is proof that we are all capable of operating on this three step system when we need to like an emergency. Why though, can we not follow that same logic when stress and waves of overwhelm come to us? We just sit there and just take the next wave, take the next wave. And we're getting mad that the wave keeps coming instead of trying to work ourselves out and get on top of the wave so we can actually ride it. And that's what we want to do. It is totally possible to move through this COVID era with the same natural reaction as I just described. Because when you're reviewing staff absences or you're combining classes with students or you're in and out of school for days on end, you can reroute that anxiety. Just don't let it suck you into frustration because that delays you taking action. And a delay is wasted time where kids and teachers need you to help. So decide right now with me to do better than you've been doing emotionally. <laughs> I'm on the struggle bus so that you can be successful and impactful and enjoy a long career as an educator. It doesn't mean you can't have a bad day or that you can't crumble into a ball when you just can't take it anymore. 
you can still do those things. It just means you aren't going to let it steal your joy or your career. Because now we've got a system in place. We're going to hold ourselves accountable to doing better, not to be perfect, but to do better and do mind over matter. So a reminder of your three steps, whatever your problem is right now, these three steps will help you reprioritize, cut the fat and lean in. All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on beating the unending wave of stress you're facing right now. Now go out and be great because you've just been empowered.